Yeah. Yo, what's good? Welcome to Counter Currents, episode number 19. I am one host, Petey Steele. And I am your other host, Elena Torres. Thank you for listening. We're excited to have you back. And today we have a very special guest, amazing local comedian. Give him a round of applause. Jamie Benedy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Thank you, Don DeMarco. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so Jamie, for any of you who don't know him, and I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't. I would regret it if you didn't, but I wouldn't be shocked because I don't see him around consistently. You pop up, and it's always like a pleasant surprise. Most really? people disappear. I see him around all the time. Well, maybe we're just going in the wrong fucking places, yeah. or different places. Yeah. Maybe I'm just going the wrong fucking places because <laughs> I'm not near Jamie Benedy. But I got to tell you, you know, every time I see it, it's like refreshing. It's like found money. Usually pricks disappear for a couple months. I don't see them. And then I'm, they come back and I'm like, eh, you should have just stayed away, you know. But not you. Uh, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. I feel like likewise. likewise. Oh, I think you, we're just you. not crossing paths. Maybe, but yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Where have you been going these days for mics in D.C.? Uh, I try to do one capital F a week. So okay. I usually town for the most part. Yeah, I'll that's where I see you yeah, yeah. all the time. I've been trying to do Draft House, and um, I'll stop in Big Hunt every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go to Tyson's Beer Garden sometimes. I've heard things yeah. about that. Is it pretty good? I like it a lot. Yeah? Yeah. I think he's, he's running a good operation. Yeah, okay. I like it. It's a really yeah. – and it's nice and metro accessible, which is cool. Yeah. And, like, he gives you some more time. It's a really good place to, like, really feel out a good – 10 minutes on that Tuesday show. It is, yeah. Really I feel good. Like, and they're super receptive there. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is like a, yeah, it's, it's a nice thing. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know, you've been around this scene, I want to say, I'm estimating here, four years? About, well, I started uh, 2012, December 22nd, 2012. Oh, wow. You that, know the date. That Topaz. Yeah, because it was the day the world was supposed to end. On the Mayan oh calendar. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so you're like, I'm going to try stand-up comedy yeah. if I have one more hour to I'm live. I'm like a hieroglyph of me trying stand-up. Did you go by Jamie Benedy then or yeah. just Doom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> MF Doom. No, <laughs> 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 nah, so then, but I didn't really do it in D.C. very often for mm-hmm. the first, like, two years. Where were you doing it? Uh, Northern Virginia, mostly. Oh, okay. I do, like, the Epicure. Remember Brandon Fisher used to run it with... Um, ben Daniels? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I could never really get anything out of the people at Epicure. The couple of times I went, I mean, they were all just sort of like, maybe I picked the wrong season. It was usually in the springtime, and they all looked like, you know, seniors that were like, yeah, "Yeah, we're in our senior slump. We're going to, like, go out on a weeknight and see something and have coffee, but they hadn't started doing drugs yet, so they weren't, like, cool enough to appreciate my act. Yeah. Yeah. I get the vibe. They all kind of thought they were, like, super smart, but they're all, like, the same idiot. (laughs) Right, right. It's a very good way to describe that kind of person. (laughs) The acoustics weren't great either because they had like this wall with like a big old window and then a bar and then a bunch of people eating behind the wall. And you could hear all the clinking and silverware and the table talk, but they really couldn't hear you. No. They had to actually, they had problems with like Skiffington would go around having to like shush people. Right. Because then you'd have, like, kind of, like, these loud people just eating dinner, kind of drunk, kind of Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so not there to see comedy at yeah, all. Yeah, and the sound yeah. would just, like, pour through that opening in the wall. So <laughs> it was an interesting place. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's a way to yeah. get your chops. So yeah. 
you started doing that, and that was like two years. Uh, yeah, I did. I was probably mo- mostly Northern Virginia the first like two years, and then I would stop in DC. I used to do touchdowns like every once in a while. Yeah. That guy Hemu. Hemu. Yeah. All those guys aren't around anymore. No, they're I think all gone. His partner was Blair. I want to say Blake. Blake. Yeah. Blake Premer. Yeah. He's just like a motivational speaker now. If oh, you really? look at his IG, it's just like pictures of him in some metrosexual outfit <laughs> with like hashtag goals and like <laughs> you can get in touch with your it's not like new agey, but it's like, you know, have goals, have a vision. Like yeah, 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 yeah. And he's the perfect face for that kind of That yeah. does seem like stuff. a logical step for from, from stand up. Because like, I feel like motivational speaking isn't that far away. From what we do, sort of like controlling the mob, because that's essentially what stand-up is. You're basically just like controlling the reaction of a group of people. Yeah. Some people have charisma, but they're like not funny. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I could work in that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you would do those, and I, I guess I must have met you then at the Arlington Draft House. You went every weekend. Yeah, I went fairly frequently. Like I feel like I yeah. smoked a lot of cigarettes with you and Wes Martins. Yeah, we would. Yeah. Okay. I always asked Wes, and he was a, he was very friendly. Yeah. So he'd always be willing to give without it yes, wasn't he was. very begrudgingly, so he was he was good. Sure. Well yeah. you needed to get out of the house, you know? Yeah. That's a kinda funny thing nowadays, like to be a sixty something year old man. I wonder what that's gonna be like in twenty years with Amazon selling everything for free shipping. Yeah. There's even like an under ten dollar menu. Yeah. And I don't think fucking, you know, uh people are gonna be able to get out for an errand just to like escape their wife anymore, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like I think everybody's e- gonna get dogs just so they can walk them. Yeah. Okay. E-commerce, I think, is gonna lead to the breakdown of the American family because the American <laughs> family will no longer break down. Yeah, right. and, you know, if I say, "Hey, honey, I'm gonna go get a pack of smokes," she's like, "Oh no, you ain't, motherfucker," because I know you ain't coming back. Yeah. <laughs> you can just tap a button. Yeah, yeah robot will be here in 20 here. minutes. Yeah. 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 He had that bit about he does stand up. He's like, so I can talk for five fucking minutes without my wife interrupting me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my but God. But it just seemed, <laughs> seemed very real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell his much. eyes were like. Yeah. <laughs> so you kept doing this shit, and I watched you kind of ascend through the local ranks to a degree. Mm-hmm. But I still feel you're like underappreciated. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I've heard that before, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just that everyone has their own journey or whatever. So I'll get. I mean, but people seem to like me. So no, they <laughs> like you. It's yeah. not that. It's just that. Like, I'm curious. I'm big on like goals and shit like yeah. that. I'm a motivational oh. speaker. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's why PD follows him on Instagram is to get that motivation. Oh that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I do. I love Blake Blake Premer. Uh, one day I'll move to San Francisco. <laughs> um, regardless, that being said, um, I kind of watched you. You know, gets get a little bit of regard, but I don't like. I guess maybe it comes back to just not hitting the same mics all the time or something. But are you out like every night, like a? Uh, not every night. I've kind of okay s- slowed down a little bit. But I was up, up until probably like a year ago. Right. Yeah, when I yeah. when I started, which was yeah. like a couple years ago, I would see you all the time. Yeah, I was. I felt like I was like grinding more then. Now yeah. Now I'm kind of just, eh. I, like I'll I'll still be doing mics, but I'm kind of have a more not calculating approach, but I'm just more like i don't want to like burn myself out basically yeah so i'm trying to like even have an even keel on it 
And what so that for the people that don't know, what is an even keel like? How many mics do you do a week, roughly? Uh, I might. I mean, if I'm out, I might do like two a night. But if not, I'll, I'll probably do five to six a week. Maybe, f- maybe four to six a week. Yeah, yeah. And so for the people out there that don't know, like that's a little. That's like regular amount of mics. Like you can do a lot more than that. Yeah, here I in mean, DC, you could do two a night every night. But the only person I know, Sammy, you know Sammy's yeah. here. Oh, he did Sammy does five in one night one time. I never even heard of that. Wow. I don't even know. I think he like teleports or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm trying to think. I'm actually trying to think like I guess you could do that on a Thursday. Yeah. You could do that. I think Thursday is the only day where you could do five. I remember back when I was in yeah. AA, they used to have occasional addicts that would do like five meetings a night or something, you know, and brag about yeah. it in front of all the congregation of people that were employable on Sunday meetings, you know? Yeah. They come in there in their best dress and there's this guy like, uh-huh, I did 15 this week or something, you it's know? It's like, you yeah. a fucking job with that yeah, sobriety. <laughs> right, right. Like, I do think you need time to kind of live your life, but I Absolutely. do, but I also think you gotta be like, you know, pretty consistent. And focused, yeah. And focused. And on the one hand, Jamie, I mean, I see you as a guy that could do that, but on the other hand, like, you have a very laid-back sort of style. He's sitting in front of us now with, like, champion sweats, flip-flops, something from the Erie State Park in Pennsylvania, <laughs> <Yes>. T-shirt, <laughs> and, and classical music playing out of his, like, sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> but so that, that was literally happening was one second before we so started recording. So a weird Pandora it. station. Moment. Yeah, yeah. It's an embarrassing moment. So... <laughs> <laughs> But it's amazing to reveal too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, you know, I mean, there are unorthodox people out there. I have a kind of unorthodox style. It's not as like relaxed as yours, obviously, but like, you know, it's something that stands out. And that's what I like about your style. That it's very specific. It is oh, very specific. You, it's eclectic. And mm-hmm. I just kind of wonder, you know. When am I going to see you blow up? <laughs> well, first, with, the, with seeing you blow up, what are your goals in comedy? Yeah, maybe you don't want it. Uh, I mean, I, I would like to... Basically, I just kind of want to be able to do all the, m- the best mics in D.C. I could possibly do. Mm-hmm. That's, like, my only really short term. Kind of be more established. Yeah. Right. I like to be able to, like... I've seen some guys, you know, been around. They'll just like walk into a DC and probably like, oh yeah, I'll give you five minutes. I know. I think that's kind of an ideal situation, but I don't know if that's just uh, that's even doable, or if that's like a very small percentage. Do you mean like at the open mics or on like a real show? I think it's it's more so the open mics, yeah, stuff like that. But uh, just to be getting like regular work at those kinds of places would be be kind of neat. Hell yeah. And what about like longer term? Do you see yourself as, do you want to write? Do you want to do like the stand-up track? I kind of like to think of it more in terms of the material. Right. So um, right now I say I have like 30, a good 30. Mm -hmm. And I did a first like headliner set in West Virginia kind of recently. So uh, I don't know. I would like to have like a good hour. Right. We'll just... uh, kind of grow on those terms. How did the 30-minute right. go in West Virginia? It went good, because yeah. I only ended up having to do 25. <laughs> 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 was this, uh, dare I ask, was Clay Miles's like, no, casino it was, um, thing? Or? It was, you know, John Coulter? Yes. Yeah, it was John Coulter at uh, Abolitionist DJ. Ale Works. Hmm. It was, a, it was a neat show. Kurt Ryan was on that. that. He, like, destroyed. You know really? Kurt Ryan? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, really funny. Uh, I think with Maryland guy. Yep. 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 That's yeah, good. But I'll say that about you too. You have kind of a unique your own style and, and you as well, kind of. Oh, thank you. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of the, the whole like not blowing up thing to answer the question you asked, Jamie. I'll I'll jump in and woman's flame. I think also <laughs> like for the people because you kind of came into DC when I did, uh, and a lot of people came in okay. around that time. And so I think that, like, that level is when it started to become, like, really competitive and harder and harder to sort of, like, move up than the people who started maybe, like, a year or two earlier than we did. At least that's what I like to blame. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I was being a dick asking you those kind of questions, but I I just... I see so much for you, Jim. Thank you. Thank you. I do. And I, I, um, you know... I want to bump into you more and watch you, you know, ascend. Every now and then I'll see you. Like, I think I ran into you at Chinese Disco one time. Yeah. Which is now defunct. That's the Is w- it? Yeah. yeah. It's oh, wow. actually coming back. I know the guy that owns the building. And so now some Georgetown kids are becoming, like, general managers at some new bar they're putting in or whatever. Oh, and, really? And they could probably do comedy there again. That would be so interesting. if they And if they got, like, a Georgetown audience, I'd be so interested mm-hmm. in, like, well, comedy for, for college. Yeah, but it wasn't, like... All college kids right. there. Right, because you see a name like, an like Chinese disco, and you're like, oh, yeah, well, if I'm not Chinese, like. <laughs> 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 but the crowd there was always, like, kind of eclectic. Like, I'd I'd be, I'd love to try a show of just college kids. Yeah. Because I feel like what they would find funny is so different and specific. Yeah, I'd I mean. Just, I would just be interested. To Seinfeld see, like, wouldn't get by, you know. Right, well, <laughs> maybe. Too dirty. Too yeah. Dirty. yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, too offensive. Those jokes yeah. he's been working on for three years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> too offensive. <laughs> I still think there's enough, like, young, you know, deviant, developing mind pieces of shit to find <laughs> all of us, like, pretty funny at the college age. Yeah, I find a I lot of, right. like, drunken frat bros kind of s- seem to be the kind of people who come up yeah. to me, kind of. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> just kind of, like, spitting when they're talking. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm spitting back. They probably think you can get them drugs, too, I would imagine. I, yeah. I have had someone ask me that before. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I was at like, a comedy show? Yeah, I was like, calm down, Kurt Shackelford. <laughs> 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 no, I was kidding. That's perfect. Well, That big traffic light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that traffic light is. Or a you hoop. buy a thing like that. Y- you know, uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a prop from an '80s sitcom basement or something. Oh. Like you know, yeah, you'd yeah. see on like Charles and Charge or something. Some like you know, yeah. guy in stunted adolescence that like yeah. lives in his grandpa's basement and right. takes care of like the nephews that are orphans or whatever. Do you think he like fell into the traffic light or he always had the traffic light? Was oh. it like no, I think he <laughs> searched for the traffic light. Yeah. I think he was at, I can see him like in a, at some sort of, not an antique store, but sort of like random stuff store. I don't know, like odds and ends type of place yeah. in like a random town. Because like it didn't happen in a major city. Like yeah. he found it, he was like driving through some place and walked in a store and saw the traffic light and was like, perfect. <laughs> This is what I've needed for my shows because this will make comedians not run the light. <laughs> and it does yellow. work. I like yeah. it. <laughs> and the yellow, there <laughs> needs to be that medium. Yeah. Like that medium, like give me all the traffic lights you got. Yeah. I feel like that's how that worked out. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I mean, actually, as stupid as it looked, it actually was effective. Yeah, it's very effective. Right. And actually, you don't have to, as a host, you can kind of just pull the string. Mm hmm. You know, or as the producer. 
Oh, yeah. producer, oh, yeah. I never grabbed the light one yeah. time when I was the host yeah, at O'Sullivan's for there. a year. And yeah. that's where I would see you a lot, at O'Sullivan's. Yeah, that was a fun thing. And I never yeah, thought he gave you enough yeah. minutes. I remember yeah. telling him, stop being a fucking idiot. He would give him ten. He would, yeah, he would give me, yeah, like, more time, and then he would give, and I would do really well, and then he'd give me less time. There seemed to be, like, no rhyme or reason. But he was giving me a lot of stage time, and for that, yeah. for that I'm grateful. Does yeah. he still Does he still give you stage time? Uh, he was, yeah, I, b- I was booked on uh, Positanos, but then I couldn't go that weekend, and then mm-hmm. I haven't really been e- emailing as much. Oh yeah, he yeah. but he shot. Hey Kurt, I hope you're listening. I know that you blacklisted me. Mm-hmm. If you want to give me more stage time again, I I I forgive you. And this, <laughs> <laughs> this is Kurt. my call out to you. I forgive you. I'm willing to come back and perform anytime. Kurt, I know you're Petey Latino Steel. like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. K- Kurt, it's Petey Steele. We've always had a contentious relationship. <laughs> However. Every time you've paid me, I have delivered in spades, young man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to fuck around. No, he likes me. Yeah, he likes me too. He likes yeah, you he too. No, no, he did. No, he. I'm blacklisted. He's here with us tonight. Come yeah, out. yeah. He's <laughs> 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 <No. laughs> been here the whole time. I did Positanos. Kurt, I hope you're listening. I did Positanos one time. I did a great job. I know I did a great job. Mm-hmm. I hosted, and I was like super proud of myself. People laughed a lot, and he even said good job at the end. Never heard from him. Ever he, m- he might have done again. the Tony Woods. Have you heard of that? No, what's the Tony Woods? Maybe he'll just like walk into a place, and if even if he didn't see the person do time, he's uh-huh. like, "Hey, great set tonight, man." He likes to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. This is nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least uh, that's I like that approach. You know, <laughs> just give everybody. <laughs> oh, oh, thanks, feel man. Good. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't think I performed tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dang. Thanks, legend. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Must be doing something right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, so Jamie, speaking of doing shit right, what are you doing during the daytime? You you get uh, I keep do a regular uh, job yeah, or freelance writing right now. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was working for this place Curb DC and then the woman I was working for left, so I'm kind of just more freelance now. So you had that great article about yeah, Rock Creek Curb Park, thing. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was it Banks, Bill Folds and yeah. Blunts or something. Or like <laughs> yeah, no, he had some great lines and like a piece that was about like historic Rock Creek Park yeah. and old like, you know, wig haired politicians or yeah, whatnot. It was, it was, it was a weird throwing place. in like yeah. Bill really? Ballers and Bill Folds <laughs> and shit like that. It was funny. There was who was the woman that got murdered on the running trail? Chandra Levy. Yeah, I had her in there. <laughs> I don't know why. I just like. Oh yeah, oh, there was a reference. Here? Yeah. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Forever ago. The actual so crime much stuff. Yeah. yeah so that much was stuff 2000. Here. I guess where the comedy picnic is around there, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right at the scene of the murder. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> a big comedy that's picnic. That's a big, big park, and it that comedy huge, yeah. picnic shifts every couple years. Yeah. I'm no longer invited to that comedy picnic. Sometimes. I've never been invited to the comedy picnic. Yeah, no. So, um, but I don't. Shout know. out to I don't know who invite I don't know who who does that. But well, shout out know. shout out to shout that out to person. Kurt, no. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Kurt, Kurt, right. if you're listening, <laughs> I did great that time at Positano's. Invite <laughs> me to the picnic. Um, <laughs> no, I think Gary Condit runs it actually. Um, but that said, um, that thing is huge. So I mean, I'm yeah. gonna fucking. I want my ashes buried there. And it's Do you legal. really? Yeah, it's illegal because it's federal. It's like a national park. Yeah. But I'm going to get one of my Goombas to just, you know, cream me up and then just 
dump me in one of the little creeks there because yeah. it spreads to all the tributaries and shit yeah, in D.C. That's, that's nice. It's yeah, very I just DC want my soul. DC is, PD is so like yeah. DC proud. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how the water Represent. got poisoned a few months ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone having their friends dump them in the Potomac. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for I mean some reason I imagine like like uh, in the Big Lebowski with the Folgers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm not gonna have Jamie Bentley yeah, dismiss yeah. my ashes. <laughs> like all the great open micers that died yeah, yeah. in Danang and Kason. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you're a freelance writer. So that's good. I'm glad you get paid to do something yeah. creative. Um, now, do you have? Does that? I mean, does that take up like nine to five? What kind of schedule do you? Uh, it it varies. I mean, work. I'm living in my basement right now, my parents' house. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so do I. Yeah, yeah. Shout, so shout so out. Varies, I'd, I'd say, I don't know, at least twenty hours a week. I'm writing at least, maybe, yeah. Okay. That's maybe about what I do for yeah. for my job, and I I write for yeah day work, and that's en- that ends up being what it is. Like more than that, I just don't think. Yeah. Especially creative writing, I don't think your brain. Like yeah. I suppose I get paid to write longer than that, yeah. but th- when I actually sit and type it out, that's about how long I actually. Yeah, do. and I've been writing like some comedy uh, stuff too, and sending it in. I had a couple of things published, comedy little things. Nice. Yeah. Where where were they published? Uh, they're these weird. It's like literary journals for comedy. So it's the you send them in the submission. It has to be like a thousand words or less. And then um, if they like it, they publish it on their website. So are they like, like pr- short stories type uh, of deal? Yeah, it's all one of them was about, uh, which came from like an old bit of mine of uh, Count Dracula being mad at Batman because he's like stealing his, his bit or something. <laughs> 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 so like I wrote a whole thing of like Dracula kind of like in the movie theater, like really upset and like flying around and like cursing at everyone. <laughs> it was really stupid, but then it was got published. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's hilarious. What kind of circulation does this publication S- some get? Some more than others, you know, because th- you have like college. Uh, I think College Humor has some, and then they have the Onion. They all kind of fall into those things. Mm. Onion's great. The yeah. Onion started yeah, where so I funny. went to college at uh, Wisconsin yeah. Madison. Did it really? Yes, it did, and I that's the that. big yeah. base. And they used to have the dispensers for the free onion all around DC, and oh, then they took them all away. I don't know. I yeah. guess it didn't yeah, I remember selling up stuff. No, I think it's just that people were starting to pay more, and they were like, "Actually, we don't need to give this out for free." Yeah, I think yeah. that's probably more what happened. Uh, Nicole was actually published recently she in this um, uh, robot butt thing. What's it called? Robotbutt.com. It's like one of the comedy websites. Oh, like yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So uh, yeah. for those who don't know, Nicole Volkov, who was a guest <laughs> on one of Walco. our. Walco. Is it? Walco. Walco. Okay, Walco. sorry. I always think, yeah, we've even had this conversation. Yeah, we have. When she on was on, podcast, we talked about this. And yeah. I'm still fucking I it up. I forget what number she's on, but if you guys want to listen, she's a few episodes back. It was super it was funny, great. super great. Yeah, it was one of our so. best ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's Jamie's girlfriend, and you know, th- how what's that like having like a creative kind of like relation, uh, you know, relationship yeah. of creative people? Uh, I I l- really like it. I I don't know if I. We kind of have similar like sensibilities, comedy wise. So mm-hmm. I think we find the same things funny, mm-hmm. and we're not like always doing the same shows, but we. I don't know. It's kind of nice. It's because comedy can be kind of a. 
Which I kind of like the grittiness of it. But, like, sometimes it's nice to have someone be like, hey, like you're kind of there with a girlfriend-type yeah. yeah. character. Yeah. So it's nice, and I think she's really funny, So and she thinks I'm funny, so that's good. Yeah. So I don't have to, you like, You guys lie. are both very funny. Yeah. For Thanks. If any of you guys don't know one or both of them, they're both you guys are both hilarious. Oh, and thank you, thank you. I can see, like, you guys having similar sensibilities, but your styles are different enough Yeah. yeah. where I'm sure it never feels competitive. Oh, no, no. And sometimes if, like, she thinks of something or mm. I think of something that we feel like we wouldn't be able to do, but, like, hey, you might like to, like, I'll think of, like, a tampon joke, and then I can give her, like, a tampon right. thing. <laughs> right. Usually she doesn't use it. She, right. <laughs> she has her own tampon bits. But <laughs> 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 yeah. We've all well got good, tampon bits. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, the one mystery comic that I sleep with from time to time Ooh. I gotta say, you know, it makes the sex so much better that we're both like comedians because, you know, I can do something stupid like make a mistake and she thinks I might be just like making a bit up or something. Yeah. Or it's a joke. Yeah, it's nice. She doesn't take it personal. Yeah. It's nice you're on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It may, it may just be me being me, you know? Yeah. Comics are like <laughs> a sp- weird species, kind of. Yes. Yeah. They're all kind of peculiar and. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're fucked up. It's a certain yeah. kind of brain. Yeah. And I feel like it takes, I don't know, my husband's nowhere near, he doesn't do anything even close to comedy, but he's always been a big comedy fan, even mm. before, and he was one of the people that, like, really pushed me. I'd always thought about doing stand-up, but he's one of the people that, like, really pushed me to do it. So I feel like he's very understanding of that weird yeah. sort of thing that we have. But I feel like a lot of people... A lot of people don't get it. Like no. If you're at a like a party and then you say something funny of around non-comics, yeah. then one's like, oh, he's a comedian. Yeah. Sometimes I embarrass the shit out of my husband when I do stuff yeah. like that. Like, I remember once we went to this, to this thing, <laughs> to this Friendsgiving thing with, like, a bunch of friends of his, right? And they were all, it was just, like, super DC, like, really established people. And somebody stands up. There's, like, maybe, like, 12 people, 14 people at this thing. Somebody mm-hmm. stands up and is like, okay, well, everyone go around the table, uh, say how, say what you do and how you know the people hosting the party, mm-hmm. right? And so everybody goes around like, oh, hey, you know, I know this person because I also work with them at the State Department, or I know that, you know, hi, I'm this person, and I also, like, everyone has to do these intros, right? Wow. And it was just like, it was so dumb. I just, like, couldn't, it w- and then I just couldn't help myself. And, like, it gets – my husband's name is Josh. And so it gets to me, and I was like, hi, my name's Elena Torres. I'm here because Josh thinks I give a mean blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody just, like, freaked <laughs> out. And Josh had to go, she's a comedian. She's <laughs> – oh, oh, she's a comedian. And then everybody starts <laughs> laughing. <laughs> but, just free, but I couldn't help it. It was just like I, did, I had no control. It just came That's out perfect. of my mouth. That's great. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, because sometimes – my other line of work, I have to go to like these continuing educational units. That you, you have, have to be to, pretty like, serious, get every right? For couple the most of part? years, yeah. yeah. And it's so annoying because for the first forty minutes of like the whole day training is just these stupid introductions. Hi, my name's so and so. I work right. in this kind of thing. I do this. I kind of want to like purposely attend one on like domestic violence or something and I'll be like yeah you know the vicarious trauma of working with battered women has gotten to me my wife told me to come just to learn to keep my hands to myself oh my god <laughs> 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 
I'm wearing both hats here, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, man. Yeah. It's uh, forced shit never really works for comics and like social interaction. No, it's no. almost like tell me a joke. That's the most. It's almost like condescending. It's, it's like, totally kind of it dance, is. monkey yeah, yeah, dance. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, go get your shine box. Yeah. <laughs> I might just do the Elena thing, be like, no, I'll just give you a mean blowjob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it worked yeah. great. Like, it was total silence, and then she's a comedian, and then they all laugh. And but when, then they, th- when they say that you're a comedian, it's almost like, that also seems kind of like a slur. Oh, he's a comedian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's a comedian, with air quotes and yeah, shit. Yeah, but What shows have you been doing? I haven't seen, you've been doing more yeah. uh, Maryland? I've been doing more clubs, just period. That's great. Like, Katie's becoming a celebrity. Yeah, I guess. Um, That's it, awesome. It, it's very strange, you know, because now I'm in this sort of zone where I can do something at the improv a couple times a month, like if it's the Kumite or if it's a lounge show or even the main room. I could walk into the open mics, I'm pretty sure. I'm doing a mental health thing for them at Abraham Lincoln's Cottage next month and stuff. Oh, wow. Magoobies. What What does that entail? Um, so that's, so they've been having this thing at Abraham Lincoln's cottage for the last three years. It's an annual thing. And this year, the themes they wanted to touch upon were like, I forget the first one, but the other one was mental health because Abraham Lincoln had like a bad case of depression and oh shit really? like that. Oh yeah, it's well documented. Couldn't grow a full beard. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm gonna, you know, really I'm upset. gonna fucking, <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that may have been what happened, how it went down. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna do some mental health jokes and stuff. I mean, That's some cool. of the ones I already have, and he said the whole thing doesn't have to be that, so I may just even supplement it with my other A material, but I'm, I want to get more good mental health jokes. Cause yeah, you have some good ones. Yeah, yeah. there's some mm-hmm. other great ones that yeah. are out there that I'm kind of like workshopping right now. Right. And no one has, like, yours seem very, like, layered and kind of almost almost scientific, the way you, like, approach those ones. Yeah. So that's neat. And yeah. Most people might talk about, like, being depressed, but then it just goes off into something that's not. Yours is more, like. Specific, yeah, yeah. clinical, yeah. yeah. Thank you, yeah. Thank that's you. that's the right word. That. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I definitely want to take it to the autopsy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so you know, with doing extra kind of club work and things, and and it paid off going to Baltimore. Like a DC Comics, particularly when the underground comedy was first starting to become like an every night type thing where there was one mic a week i wouldn't go to those generally i mean i went to a couple back in the day but i would make it more of a point to drive out to baltimore a lot of nights and do mics there and based on the relationships i made there i got into kind of the club scene there so i'll do like i did mcgoobies this weekend uh, hosting and then you know the baltimore comedy factory and Mike Quinlan pays me to go up there. So I just started kind of like, and I started saying no a lot more to people that were like, hey, just come to my thing, you know, and you can do time. You know, I'm like, well, I'm not going to get some money out of it. I don't really want to do it that much. You know, And, and doing that, I think it put me in a space where I just got more, you know, ruthless. Yeah. And just serious about 
doing it. I want to be compensated. I mean, I don't mind. Like, if it's convenient for me, like, I like, I go to Summers a lot now. Because that's every Thursday and Friday uh, night. And they've got some, you know, comics are not the best. Yeah. A lot of them are very fresh. But there is, like, a couple of them that are talented, I think. That are I did that show. It was great. Talented. He let me do 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah which like, was dope. I like that show. Yeah. yeah. And I've been telling them both, Amir and Tim, like, you need to get, and I'm, I'll help you, but you need to get, like, better fucking comics that are established you know it doesn't have to be everyone but like just enough to keep the momentum going right and it'll make it a better room and all that but it's still been fun and it's a quick you know puddle jump across the potomac from where i live and i'll just go on in and that's that it's a cool place too kind of has like a 1960s vibe or something yeah Yeah, it's a cool room like old 80s bar yeah yeah (laughs) totally yeah all that old sports shit on the wall, yeah, like yeah. Schmidt. And yeah, feels like Cheers. I was about to say <laughs> that. Yeah. There's Woody Harrelson behind the bar. Yeah, there's a <laughs> Cheers vibe. <laughs> he had some Me Too thing happen to him. I don't Did know. he? Did no, he really? No, I just made that up. Oh, oh That's shit. why he'd be working there, I was saying. Oh. Yeah. oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you got Me Too. Now you got to go and yeah. kick it with uh, the summer staff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's cool, though. He hangs out with, like, Willie Nelson. Woody Hawaii. Harrelson, yeah, Woody Harrelson and Willie Nelson are like best friends. Oh yeah, because they, because Woody, uh, like I know they, Woody they Harrelson, like pod and like play chess or something. Yeah, Woody <laughs> Harrelson lives in Hawaii. Yeah, and he's just like he's like a stoner and she's like a chill guy, but like pretty normal, like uh, like yeah. not super Hollywood or anything like that. His dad actually was uh, put to death. Was like on death row. Did you know that? No. No. His dad was a hitman. Like stop. No. Yeah. No joke. Then uh, they thought he, well, there's conspiracists that think he was one of the people that killed JFK. Really? Uh, Woody Harrelson's dad. So really? he was actually, but he got put away for other murder charges. And I think they f- gave him the lethal injection like five years ago or something. No way. Yeah. But he was in prison for like a long, for, for pretty much his whole career, Woody Harrelson's career. Wow. He was like locked up in there. Wow, that's probably Where'd why he was so great in Natural Wikipedia? Born Killers. I have like IMDB yeah. app, and sometimes I just find weird information, and then like go into <laughs> that rabbit hole. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. I like looking on the like trivia for movies for some reason. Right. Like mm-hmm. I don't know why I like that, but yeah. Wow. Before I'm trying to think other movies uh, besides Natural Born Killers that he played a hitman. I mean, I guess he had a lot to draw from. But Natural yeah. Born Killers, they were oh, hit people. Oh, you know right? he plays a fucking savage in. Have you seen this Out of the Furnace film? Uh-uh. That movie's great. Oh, that that movie's, movie's awesome, that movie's right? That really good. Movie's so really fucking good. good. Yeah. And, and it wasn't a box office hit, but it was streaming on Netflix for a while. Oh, really? I think it still might be. Yeah. Great cast. So, I mean, there's him, Casey Affleck, Willem Dafoe, uh, wow. Forrest Whitaker. Uh, what's what's the gal's name? Um, uh, as a that he's married to yeah. Zo- Saldana. Yeah, Zoe yeah. Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Um, oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's basically, I mean, it might take a long time to describe it, but basically it takes place in Braddock, Pennsylvania, which is this little, like, mining town outside of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And he plays a guy whose brother came back from war. He's, like, a degenerate gambler. And that's Casey Affick. Yeah, Casey Affleck plays a little brother. And who's the main? Is it Christian Bale or is it? No, it's no, it's um. Yeah, Christian Bale. It is Christian yeah, Bale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 
his brother's like a prize fighter around town, just like mm-hmm. bare knuckle shit. And Willem Dafoe is like a gangster that like sets up the matches. But then he has like a bad history and debt owed to this guy played by Woody Harrelson, who's like a other gangster up in the Ramapo Mountains in New Jersey, where it's like these, you know, really badass mountain men yeah. type guys. Okay. And he's just fucking evil i don't even want to tell you what he does in the first scene cause oh i'd love to see that i, l- he, I love him as an actor i think he's so no, talented he's yeah. Wait, have you seen the machinist i think it's called no Bale, like lost, oh, oh yeah like yeah where the, the forget uh where he forgets everything no the that's tattoos? i think that's you're thinking memento memento machinist yeah, right. like literally for the role he lost like over 100 pounds yes, i think i have seen that movie oh or maybe God, he so lost creepy. 100 pounds it's but so creepy yeah, 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 yeah i have seen that movie Ooh. Oh, is it? It was good. Yeah, it was like good. fucked up. It's, it's, like it's, it's, it's disturbing. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Method yeah. acting taken to like. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. Yeah. It was. Ugh. Supposedly, he ate an apple and a can of tuna a day. That's like all he would eat to like lose all the weight. Yeah. Takes what it takes. Yeah. Have you seen uh, yeah. King of Comedy? I have Robert De Niro. Yeah. R- yeah. Rupert Pipkin or Pupkin or. Rupert Pupkin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You ever feel like that guy? <laughs> no. I remember Wes Martins used to joke about how that was uh, Tom Myers. Oh, yeah. Real life. <laughs> What's the deal with that guy? A lot of people talk about him. Yeah. Tom Myers, I'll talk never about this. I never met him. Though. We're, yeah. You know, me and him are cordial, and I don't nothing. I, I don't know who this is. Okay. It's nothing I wouldn't say to his grill. I Generally, this is the deal. He's a guy out of Baltimore. Right. That's been doing it a long time. I'm talking like 15 years or something. And he's not funny. <laughs> so <laughs> the guy, you know, shows up every pl- – and I give him credit for this. And Elena knows that I stand for, like, appearance. I like to have people groomed, you know, have something decent on when they're doing clubs, shit like that. This guy shows up to barn grill shows with a leather jacket, slick parted fucking hair. <laughs> he has three CDs he puts <laughs> out on like the high top tables, business cards, you know, oh, and then wow. he just goes up and gets crickets and then just, you know, pitches it like it's the best thing. Like you could tell this guy he was bad and he doesn't even have an idea about it. I kind of envy his level of delusion <laughs> sometimes, like if things aren't going perfect for me in comedy and everything <laughs> like that. Yeah, I wish I had that. I wish I thought I was always I think too amazing. many people have that too. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm telling you, this you've like not seen it until <laughs> you have met this guy and seen his act a bunch or a couple of times. Uh, you can YouTube it. And, and it's not a gimmick at all? It's not what? a gimmick. No, it's he's dead-ass <laughs> serious. I mean, you can't do a gimmick for 12 years yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. not have some success. I mean, he's just lo- he's kind of local, but then what he'll do, too, is he'll put out, like, press kits and stuff, and people will say, oh, well, he has three albums. He might be all right, and they may book him at some place, like, out of state. Right. Not necessarily, like, a hot club or nothing, but he'll get out there and... Mickey Coachella did a brutal takedown <laughs> on him at Magoobies. It's on YouTube. You can look it up. Yeah. World's greatest comedian. Or no, world's worst comedian, Tom Byers. It is so fucking funny. Yeah. yeah was he there? Yeah, he was in the he was in the crowd. So he can't Mickey went up on stage after Tom because this was when Magoobies was doing this contest to get in the Guinness book for having the longest open mic so it was four days straight oh my god open mics and anybody and their mom could just come up and do 10 minutes Mm -hmm. so Tom went and then up comes Mickey and he's like holy shit Tom Myers what do you do when you have to follow Tom Myers it's just (laughs) like 
you know, he says, here's the deal with Tom. I totally respect it, and Tom, people talk all this shit about you. He says, fuck them, because you, sir, have achieved something. He says, you are the world's worst comedian. <laughs> he says, you know, normally there's a pecking order in comedy, and there's a whole bunch of people in between the best and the worst. So you want to be the best or the fucking worst. He's like, you're no. <laughs> you know, he says, like, say, for instance, if the poll comes out, what's the 100 greatest, like, farm tractors? It's like, what's one? Oh, holy shit, Tom, uh, John Deere. It's like, what's 100? Oh, holy shit, Tom Myers. <laughs> 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 oh, it's it's a brutal 10-minute takedown. But honestly, I I marvel at how anybody could fucking do that. I couldn't do this thing a week if I bombed straight. Like, right out the gate. There's comics I've seen have been bombing for years. I'm not, I won't name anyone specifically, but and then they'll get, like, one chuckle, and they'll just keep them going for another, like, three years. Yeah, that <laughs> happens all the time. All the time. Sometimes I get worried. I'm like, is that me? Because, like, y- yeah. they have no idea. You know what I mean? And sometimes, and as you get better, you start to notice, like, how many, how a lot of laugh sounds versus, like, medium laughs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're just like, oh, my God. I guess a lot of people, if you don't know what, like, yeah. really crushing a room is like like a few laughs to you is like i did a great job well, then yeah. you get worried you ever had like a slump where you felt like you were just medium yes like, yeah like you weren't you yes you would like ki- you used to like kill like kind of frequently yes or, like, mm-hmm. at least once a week yes but then you just have a slump for like a month or two you just feel like you're mediocre yes you know where i have yeah. those is like with certain jokes if a joke yeah. gets like old and it's no longer fresh and topical but just kind of old or whatever yeah. and then i'm like fuck that's like five minutes of my act or something i know i like, know this feels like a slump i don't know if i can tell somebody a booker like hey i've got 25 minutes right now because i feel like i got 20 there's that yeah. weird thing that, like, with a joke that just does really well, then all of a sudden it just something changes. Yeah. Like in the energy, maybe like a subconscious slight yeah tweak or mm-hmm. something, and, and it's, it's just not hitting the way it used to. No. Right. Yeah. No, that happens to me. Like, I'll use a joke to like. There was a joke that I was using to close for like months, and it was just like huge laughs every time. And every time I use it now, it's just kind of. Like kind of crickety and i think it's yeah. just something yeah. something's changed i don't know what like it is but yeah. yeah yeah half of this is just an energy half a stand-up is like what energy you bring i've noticed like you like sometimes if i walk up like super confident and just like basically telling them that i'm funny yeah they'll be like yeah i believe her yeah. and then even though i say not i feel like hosting is half that like as long as you come up hosting hosting's a weird it's almost the completely different. <laughs> it <laughs> is. It is. It is a totally. Well, hosting is just like a one hundred percent energy job. Yeah. Like they're not really interested in in your jokes. Yeah. They're just interested in you. Like opening up their show. Yeah, yeah, and like if you have to kind of make it okay for them to laugh. Yeah. And as long as you make it okay, then that's fine. But they're not interested in like real material. Right. That's from true. you. That's true. They like crowd work, kind of. Yeah, they, they don't do. Even it's weird because audiences, a lot of them I've had people come up to me and ask if I do comedy, like if if I do also do the mics. Like you're really funny. Do you do also do the comedy mics or are you just a host? Oh really? Like, they don't they don't <laughs> differentiate between yeah. hosting or yeah. A lot of the time they look at me like, oh you like they think I'm also the producer of the yeah. show. Yeah. You know, like they'll be like, wow, you did a really good job. 
putting this show together, you know, and how often they'll like ask me all these producer questions. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, but thanks. I did a great, yeah, great, great job picking all these comics. And I'm yeah. like, I didn't. They signed up earlier. <laughs> I had nothing to do with this. Like very little say. <laughs> well, real quick, we will definitely uh, like to send out some information about great shows coming up at the Draft House Comedy yes, of course. this week yep, of yep. our Lord, September 17th, 2018 to September 23rd. First on Thursday, September 20th, we have Jokes That Give Back. That's 7 o'clock uh, September 20th. Afterward, Ayana Gregory, that is Dick Gregory's daughter, presented by Broadway with host our good friend and podcast guest Frankie French. That is 845. You can buy tickets to both of these at DrafthouseComedy.com. On Friday, the 21st, there's going to be Des Bishop from the Des Bishop Work Experience, Joy in the Hood, and Des Bishop podcast here at the Draft House Comedy. That shows 7 and 9, both Friday and Saturday. You can buy tickets online. And also, follow us at CounterCurrents uh, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and have a chance to win a free ticket and a raffle or held weekly, a free pair of tickets. Yeah, yeah. you can take a date. Boom, boom. Yeah, for um, free. Mm-hmm. You know, then Attack of the Comics Comedy Show, Friday the 21st at 1045, hosted by our good friend Haywood Turnipseed Jr. Uh, Saturday, 1045, there'll be the 3GO open mic. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. It's best comics in the area fighting to uh, hold one of 15 spots. You fucking just got to see who makes the cut and, you know, who's in a slump that week. Um, <laughs> so follow us, Facebook, to Draft House DC, Draft House DC, Draft House DC, on Twitter and Instagram as well, as well as Currents DC, Counter Currents DC, and Facebook page. Uh, Jamie, where can they get at you, sir? Uh, I'll probably be at town. I think I'm doing the comedy potluck show at Wonderland on okay. Wednesday. Yeah. On Wednesday? Yeah, I did a ventriloquist act last night. Oh, <laughs> did you do Louis Armstrong? No, I didn't. I didn't. I have a new bit about family matters. Is it family matters or is it family matters? As <laughs> 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 repeat that for like 20 minutes. <laughs> That's why I said I have 30 minutes. Now. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, but where can they get at you on social media? Can they? Yeah, I'm at, uh, I kind of use like fake names on Twitter. I'm at, at Jimmy Boob Eddie. B O O B E D T Y. Jimmy Boob Eddie. Okay. On Twitter. And yeah. All right. <laughs> Jimmy Booban. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he said boob. Yeah. Um, yeah, I waited the whole I'm podcast to tell you. I'm a boy, apparently. So, uh, so good. And um, we want to thank you for coming on. This uh, has been a lot of fun. Yeah, was awesome. this yeah. is great. We thank you so much for again. doing this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know where you can follow all of us now. So uh, enjoy the rest of your Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Have a great day. Thank you. Goodbye.